Hi, and thank you for joining me once again for the Darren Chatter podcast. Today is February 4th, and since we are closing in on the infamous Valentine's Day celebration, I guess is one way to put it, I thought I would share blog number 150, which I wrote last year, the day after Valentine's Day. I think some of these thoughts, which are fresh off of the holiday from last year, would be very good insight and things to consider before you delve into some of these typical practices for this year's Valentine's Day. So with that, I will read blog number 150, Post-Valentine's Day Musings, to share some of my thoughts on that topic with you. So here's some food for thought, fresh off of one of the most expensive holidays that we celebrate, Valentine's Day. I saw some interesting things, and I'm here to share some observations and, of course, inject my personal opinions, whether you like it or not. (laughs) First of all, social media was flooded with pictures of happy couples doing happy things, pledging their love for one another, etc., etc. I never really understood the need to broadcast my love for my wife to the rest of the world. We don't play the comparison game. We don't need validation or acknowledgement from anyone but ourselves to make us feel better or more secure about our relationship. We, collectively, don't give a shit about what the rest of the world thinks about us. We don't live under the illusion that the rest of the world actually cares what we do or what we don't do. And just because you are someone in the midst of your 15 minutes of fame doesn't mean the rest of the world actually cares either. Case in point. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash on January 26th, 2020. The world came to a screeching halt when this news broke. Two weeks later, almost everybody had already forgotten about this, at least on a day-to-day basis. My point is, if you think the the world gives a crap about what you did for Valentine's Day or had for breakfast, you are flat-out kidding yourself. Next point And according to this story that I referenced in the blog, the average person spent $142 for stuff related to Valentine's Day. I covertly surveyed my coworkers to see what everyone else was doing for Valentine's Day, and what they shared fell right in line with this. Now, it didn't matter if they were a $14 an hour employee or the owner of the company, everybody fell into this category. Think about that. A $14 an hour employee spending as much as the owner of the company for gifts, going out to dinner, etc., etc. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. It's called social conditioning. Our economy is built on the constant expenditure of money that you actually have and as much of the future money through credit cards that can be sucked out of your wallet. To reinforce that, you now have the pervasive use of social media to compare your life to everybody else's. In the past, keeping up with the Joneses used to mean looking around the people in your neighborhood and maybe at the PTA meetings at school. Now, the entire world is broadcasting a highlight reel of their lives, trying to keep up with almost everybody else who's doing the same thing. This is why people wait 90 minutes or more for a table at a popular restaurant, A, to be seen by everybody else who's at the restaurant, 
B, to get a picture for the gram and make sure to post it so everybody else can see it. And then C, to also be able to tell everybody about it too. Our endless cycle of social validation is is causing so much of the problems that we face in our society today. How many people who blew $150 that put that on a credit card and didn't think twice about it, at least until that next statement comes in the mail? In full disclosure, I bought my wife a dozen tie-dye roses for Valentine's Day. They were really cool looking and very unique, and she absolutely loved them. But I ordered them in January with a 40% off coupon and had them delivered two days before Valentine's Day because it was much, much cheaper. She loved the flowers nonetheless and loved the discount almost as much as the flowers. That's the kind of person she is, and so am I for that matter. Want to know what we did for dinner? We went to Panda Express and got dinner to go and ate it at home. (laughs) This was her choice as she had a very long week working at the hospital and never, ever wants to go out and fight the crowds on Valentine's Day. And she had a coupon. (laughs) No photos, no Instagram posts about it, just us. Now, I'm not saying that our way is right, but I'm saying it's our way and that's what matters to us. But what I am preaching is to lose the obsession about following the herd, trying to keep up with what everyone else is doing, and especially spending money that you really don't have. We are working hard to be completely debt-free, mortgage and all, and blowing $150 on each other does not facilitate that. That $300 is less to throw at the pile of debt that we have this month. We aren't moving to a bigger house or we're not buying any new cars when we hit this goal, we are striving to set ourselves up for total financial freedom. And keeping up with the Joneses is counterproductive to hitting this goal. Look, I have an Instagram account, a Twitter account, and I got rid of my Facebook account not just not too long ago. I am not saying these things are all bad, nor am I saying that they're all good by any means either. But understand that you make the rules for your life. I view social media like I'm driving by an accident on the street. I slow down, take a peek, but pretty soon I'm back up to full speed, focus on my lane and what lies ahead for me. There is nothing that says that I need an Instagram account. But if you choose to indulge like I do, please do it wisely. Don't play by their rules. Play by your rules. Get your own life and stop worrying, stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. I wish you luck in your endeavors. I think that blog post kind of says it all. I typically interject a bunch of additional comments when I'm done reading one of those. But, you know, again, in 10 days out of, uh, away from Valentine's Day, this is something that way more people should consider than often do. Just because you have a credit card with a little bit of room on it doesn't mean it's a good idea to spend a bunch of money. For many people, January is when the bills from Christmas hit, and that is a big ding to the bank account, and now you're going to replicate that and add to the problem by spending a bunch of money on Valentine's Day. It's just not worth it. If you are with somebody that absolutely thinks that they need these things to validate your feelings for them, 
you may want to reconsider how much time you want to spend with that person. (laughs) Again, it's your life. Make your own decisions. But at the end of the day, I don't think that monetary gifts are going to validate your feelings towards somebody. Anybody with a credit card or a bank account can buy stuff for somebody. That does not mean that they're in love with you, that they support you, that you guys are aligned in your goals and things like that. It's just literally a gift that is trying to buy their attention for a short amount of time. Pretty soon the novelty of that will wear off and the next holiday or birthday that rolls around, the same expectations will be there. And once again, you'll be spending money that you may not have. Spending $200 on dinner has never been worth it to me. We've done it. My wife and I have gone to some very nice restaurants over the past couple of years and splurged like that. And the food is great. But within two hours, that experience is over. And all we have are the memories of that occasion. We've even gone out of town solely to go to a specific restaurant and not spent the night, but driven out of town to a fancy restaurant, spent a couple of hours there and driven home. And that overall experience was great, but we easily could have gone to Chipotle and had almost the same equivalent experience as we did for a $200 dinner. It's it, That's just how we are. Again, not everybody sees it that way, but really, seriously, consider how you spend your money, what the expectations in your relationship are, And if those things equate, because if they don't, you may want to consider reevaluating at least one part of that equation. As always, I wish you luck in your endeavors. And if I can be of assistance, reach out to me through my website at darrenchatter.com. Thanks. Thank you for joining me on the Darren Chatter podcast. I'm going to be reading some of my blog posts that I have written so that you can consume this information in an audio format versus reading the blogs if this is more to your liking. I'm going to share with you stories from my past as as an athlete, as a coach, as a salesperson, as a business professional, as a VP of sales, everything that I have learned and amassed along the way in my 50 years here on planet Earth, I'm going to hope to share with you in order to help you shorten your learning curve, understand maybe a little different way to look at things, and hopefully learn a few things along the way. So here was the podcast you tuned in for. I hope you enjoy it. Please reach out to me when you can and let me know your thoughts. Thank you.